0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, we're talking about how to make the perfect Christmas by accepting imperfection and learning how to enjoy the holidays instead of stressing over every little detail. I've always loved that quote about how it matters more who is sitting around the table, then what is on the table, and that applies to all the different aspects of the holidays. So in an effort to remind you that you're supposed to enjoy the holidays and let everyone around you enjoy them too, I'm sharing two stories in which our writers learned how to do just that. From Chicken Soup for the Soul, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Our first story is by Josephine Fitzpatrick, who says she and her husband raised three children together. And yet, with all the things they must have agreed on while doing that, the one thing they could never agree about was what constituted the perfect Christmas tree. Whoever got to pick out the tree then would have to hear all the complaints about it when they got the tree home. Because when you first put that tree in place, you can always find something wrong with it, right? But of course, once you put all the lights and decorations on a tree, it looks beautiful no matter how scraggly and lopsided it really is. So when Josephine and her husband became empty nesters, they decided to switch to an artificial tree. But that didn't work for them either, even though it was theoretically perfect. So they switched back to real trees again, despite the arguments they would have, until one year after 56 years of marriage, they came to their senses. They went to their favorite Christmas tree lot, And they did not ask the salesperson to take off the netting or fluff out the branches or spin the tree around. They just bought the first tree they found, took it home, set it up, and admired it together. So to me, every Christmas tree is the perfect tree. And that's why I've always selected my tree the same way that Josephine does now. It's very freeing, actually. Sometimes I don't even go to the tree place, I just call them and I tell them to deliver a seven and a half foot tree because I would just as soon take one of the imperfect ones so that someone else who really cares can have a better one because I truly do not care. Our tree covered with our decorations always ends up being the perfect tree for us. Victoria Fedden is another one of our writers who needed to learn to relax about Christmas. She used to have a recurring stress dream as she headed into the holidays. It always started the same way. She would suddenly realize that it was Christmas Eve and nothing was done. No tree, no gifts, no groceries ready to be cooked into a holiday feast. She would rush to the store in her dream, but the shelves would already be bare, all the food, Presents, decorations, and rolls of wrapping paper were sold out. Christmas would be ruined, and somehow it was all her fault. Victoria says she knew where this dream came from. Her family never did Christmas the way other families did as she was growing up. They were always late getting a tree, and they didn't have decorations around the house. Her mother was a great cook. It would make a nice turkey dinner, but then, to make her life easier, she would use paper plates. Gifts were given unwrapped because it was easier. And her mom would give them their gifts whenever she obtained them, instead of saving them for Christmas morning. So Victoria had decided that when she grew up and was in charge, her family would have a traditional Christmas the way it was done on TV. Her Christmases would be elegant and look like Martha Stewart had put them together. When Victoria's daughter turned four and would be able to appreciate a perfect Christmas, Victoria went at it gung-ho. She planned everything perfectly, except that she didn't know that her daughter would hate Christmas carols, or have no interest in decorating the tree, or ruin the perfect cookies that Victoria made by haphazardly throwing sprinkles all over them. When her daughter did finally agree to decorate the tree, she put all the ornaments together in a clump, and when Victoria finally got the gingerbread house to stop collapsing, her daughter ruined that too with her exuberant use of candies and frosting. Nothing was going the way Victoria wanted. Nothing looked like Christmas on Pinterest. And then Victoria remembered something her mother had told her, something that she had been blocking out until now. Her mother had told her that her own mother, Victoria's grandmother, had always insisted that everything be perfect. The perfect tree was put in the front windows so the neighbors could see it, and the kids weren't even allowed to help decorate it because her mother wanted to control where each ornament was hung. They also weren't allowed in the living room until Christmas morning so that they wouldn't mess up its perfection. Victoria's mom told her, that they didn't care about the decorations and they didn't care about their gifts either. The family didn't have a lot of money anyway to buy gifts. What her mother had cared about when she was a kid was who they would get to visit at Christmas time. She told Victoria, we cared about people. My brothers and sister and I loved visiting my grandparents. We loved having a big dinner with our family. My grandmother made every kind of pie you can imagine and everyone was happy and talking and hugging, I'll never forget how special it felt. That's why, when you were growing up, I never stressed out about the garlands and bows. I focused on being with you kids, having fun, and being relaxed. That was a real eye-opener for Victoria, and now she understood why her mother had done so little about Christmas. She wanted her children to focus on what mattered. Victoria says, I knew now how ridiculous I'd been. It was time to relax and prioritize my presence with my daughter instead of perfectly wrapped presents for her. Kids don't want a tree that's a museum piece. They just like the process of decorating it with people they love. Victoria says, I owed my little girl an apology for being such a perfectionist, which she happily accepted with a hug. This yuletide wasn't a nightmare after all. It was the real Christmas of my dreams. Thanks for joining me today for these two stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. If you want to learn more about it, head over to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see a link to the book there, and you can read all about what's inside its pages... You can pick up a copy of the book at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable.